Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Wednesday, March 15th, 2023. And we have with us, honored to be with us, Judge Andrew Napolitano. We are at a crisis point in our lives like I've never seen in my life. I've been in the trend forecasting business now for 43 years. I will put my track record up against anybody, any place, anywhere. Show me your books. Show me your magazine. Show me your forecast. So we can begin to talk. We are going down a path of destruction. And the judge in his latest article shows how bad that path of destruction is and how it has robbed us of our life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and the thieves behind that robbery. Judge, thanks for being here today. Oh, it's a pleasure to be with you, Gerald. Uh, as usual, no matter what we talk about. <laughs> yeah, I have to tell you, my heart's broken when I see what's happening to this country. You know, this the, the American spirit has been stolen from us. And your article that's coming out tomorrow, what happens when the government breaks its own laws? You go on to say five members of the Proud Boys are currently on trial for sedition in federal court in Washington, D.C. Sedition is a conspiracy to overthrow the federal government by the use of force. This case stems from the events of January 6, 2021 at the U.S. Capitol. During the trial, an FBI agent inadvertently admitted that she was asked to doctor and destroy evidence and that her colleagues had spied on defense lawyers in this case. Heil Hitler salutes Stalin. Are you kidding me? It's hard to believe uh, that this is happening right before our eyes. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of pieces to unpack here. The, the five proud boys on trial were nowhere near the Capitol building on January 6th. Oh. How did the government know that they had these anti-government thoughts? Take a guess. The government had a plant in their group, a confidential agent who was spying on the group. Yep. He comes to the government and says, these guys are planning to overthrow the government by force. How could five human beings possibly overthrow the government of the United States of America by force? This is a political prosecution slash persecution. It's a prosecution for thought. A conspiracy is a thought. It's an idea. It's an agreement. They need to show that one person took a step in furtherance of the agreement. They don't need to show harm. By definition, there was no harm. Okay, they're on trial. A female FBI agent is on the stand being cross-examined, and she reveals what you just said. Of course, all hell breaks loose. The defendants move for a mistrial, they moved to have the uh, case thrown out. The judge stops the trial. He stopped it for a couple of days. He hasn't decided uh, what to do. The prosecutors don't know anything about this. The prosecutors did not know that this FBI agent was going to reveal uh, that she was told to destroy 338 items of evidence, that she was told to doctor, to white out the name of an FBI agent from computer records who was present at a meeting with a confidential source 
because that FBI agent did not want to be called to testify about that meeting. And of course, the FBI is furious that she revealed that the FBI is spying on one of the defendants in the case in his jail cell when his lawyer visits him in the jail cell. And they're doing that without a search warrant. So that's a couple of crimes right there. That's computer hacking. That's invasion of privacy. That's violation of the uh, attorney-client privilege. Um, if I were the judge in this case, it wouldn't even come to trial because you, you can't be prosecuted for a conspiracy to commit a crime that's impossible to commit. If you are, then you're just being prosecuted for your thoughts. <laughs> and under the Ninth Amendment, you have the right to think whatever you want, even negative thoughts about the government. You and I not only think, we articulate negative thoughts about the government, as we will in a few minutes when we get to the crashing economy and the uh, bailout of, uh, of two banks. Uh, we are harshly critical of the government. That is not only not a crime, it's a virtue. How is it a virtue? Ah, it was born in the Declaration of Independence, two-thirds of which is an indictment of the government uh, of, of Great Britain. So we stand in a very, very dangerous place, Gerald, before we even get to the economy, where five people targeted by uh, the federal government, I don't know if they're good people, bad people, nice people, miserable people, I don't care. They have the same constitutional rights and natural rights that all people have. And the government has assaulted those rights rather than protect them as it was sworn uh, to do. And this FBI agent, whether she was courageous or, or inadvertent, I mean, what she revealed is what you and I have been talking about. Since the presidency of George W. Bush, which began a torture regime and a spying regime, an entire a generation of federal agents has come of age believing they can lie, cheat, steal, and get away with it. This one young FBI agent revealed that under oath on the witness stand on Friday and all hell broke loose. Now, have you seen this on the front page of mainstream media? No, it's met with a yawn, just like the bailout of, of, of uh, Silicon Valley Bank is met with a yawn. The public doesn't understand the ramifications of what the government is doing. You say they lie, cheat, and steal. That's the way of Washington. Liars, cheaters, and thieves. This is, this is so terrible. With your article here, this is, everybody has to read this. As you say, the same agent, you all, you know, that's going to repeat what you said, also revealed that she was asked to destroy 338 items of evidence. Could you imagine this? This is, oh, those dirty commies, ah, that lousy Putin. Could you imagine if, 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 if Russia did this? We well, don't if, know. If a, if a litigant in any case, criminal or civil, did this, you're talking about jail time. Only when the government does this is there no prosecution for those who break the law. Candidly, the only time the government prosecutes FBI agents when they break the law is when they make money off the deal from the mob, from terrorists, from Russian oligarchs. But when they violate the Constitution, when they 
refuse to enforce the law, when they pick winners and choosers, when they subvert the Constitution, they do when they torture, when they lie, when they steal, they do not get, when I say steal, I mean steal liberty. They do not get prosecuted. No. Since no one in the federal government after 9-11 has been prosecuted for spying on any of the 330 Americans, million Americans, that's all of us, whose phone calls and digital communications are systematically recorded, nor prosecuted for torture, and you've gone on the details of all the torture they're doing, is it any wonder that a generation of federal agents has come of age lying, cheating, and stealing, and getting away with it? And, and you go, what happens when the government breaks its own laws and when the lawbreakers go unpunished? It becomes a precedent and thus a basis for other governments to do the same. That precedent tramples human liberty and makes those in government who do this into tyrants. How do these lawbreakers decide whose rights to trample and whose to protect? Which is more harmful to personal liberty, thinking and wishing the government ill or agreeing to uphold the Constitution and then assaulting it? You're, what you said here is, if this is so powerful, people better understand what's going on here. You know, when the COVID war broke out back in January of 2020, in celebration of Chinese Lunar New Year, the year of the rat, we called it police state sanctions when America started to do it. You get that vaccination. If you don't get it, you don't get a job. Get out of here. Get in your house. Stand six feet apart. Wear a mask when you're eating in, a, in, a, in the airplane, uh, when you're not eating in an airplane, but you can take it off when you're eating. When you go in a restaurant, walk in with a mask on, but when you sit down, you can take it off. We'll make up any kind of crap that we want, and you must swallow it. This is how they, they've been robbing us of our rights right in front of our eyes, and people don't get it. And now the thievery, and you mentioned it, is at a whole nother level coming on with go back to your trends journal last month, March economic madness coming. We warned about this in February that it was going to collapse in March in my trends journal back in 1999, October, we forecast the dot-com bust. We said it would happen by the second quarter of 2000. It did. Happen in March. October and March are volatile months in markets. So we saw this coming. So what happens? The Silicon Valley bank busts, right? And what do they do, Judge? Who do they bail out? They bail they out the bigs. Correct. Of course they do that. And, and bailing out the bank is just transferring its its debt and its bad decisions to American taxpayers as yet unborn because they don't have the money to bail them out. So they're going to no. borrow the money there, thereby decreasing the value of the dollars uh, that we have. 
And Joe Biden wants to do this in one day so that he can look like a hero. So he's got another uh, pelt on his belt when he runs uh, for re-election. He doesn't care that the long-term effect of bailouts is to encourage more poor bank management. Oh, don't worry. The feds will take care of us. I have three quarters of a million dollars in the bank. It's only 250,000 is insured. I'm not worried about it. The feds will make up the difference on the other 500,000. You can't make this up. It's exactly what happened. Now I'm going to say what nobody else is saying. I mentioned the dot-com bust. The reason I had forecast that you go back, people don't remember this. You know, the, the, the whole internet revolution began around 1994. And now they're making up all this stuff. These people are coming on these TV shows talking about, it's, it's not making sense what they're saying. I couldn't, you know, this whole dot-com thing, what they were going to be doing, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. It made no sense, a lot of the things they were coming out with. I said, this thing's going to crash. And it did. Now let's fast forward. I mentioned about the COVID war. Do you know who the first ones to lock down were? Remember that guy, Dorsey, that freaky little clown from Twitter? Yeah. We wrote about this in detail as it was happening in the Trends Journal in February 2020. Again, the COVID war breaks out in January. February, Dorsey announces, I'm canceling my trip to South Africa. All you Twitter people stay home. You can't go to work. Colleges started closing down. Schools started closing down. It was high tech to close down first because their business boomed. It became Zoom time. It became buy online time. It became stay at home time and buy everything, do everything online, learn online, everything online. Their business boomed. They were the first ones to promote the COVID war because I, I, again, I know all the details when it broke out the first place it hit in the United States, Kirkland, Washington, Kirkland, Washington. Oh yeah. You know who's dying? People in old age homes with pre-existing comorbidities. Oh, but Portland, uh, but, but Oregon, Washington, that's, that's, that's Amazon land. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then it spread right into Sil San Francisco, Silicon Valley. Now let's go back to now. Oh, the Silicon Valley bank busted, huh? Oh, yeah. How come it broke? Well, because that big high tech, they were making all this dough during uh, the COVID war. But now the COVID war's ended. Their profits are going way down. And all of those fake IPOs, and SPACs, just like they did back in dot-com, that made absolutely no sense, but they were creating them anyway. Oh, yeah, Silicon Valley banksters. Oh, yeah, they were, all the money was in there. That's what broke. These phony, phony high-tech and the overbuilt high-tech. They're the ones that did it. This is just the beginning. Because what nobody's talking about, and we were the only ones talking about it three years ago, is the office building bust. Because of the Zoom land that they created, and people don't want to commute anymore, you're going to see 
commercial office spaces, it's only occupancy rate, according to Castle, with a K, spell with a K, is only at 50.4%. So now people aren't renewing their leases. And when they are, they're taking less office spaces. Now, the companies that own all these big buildings that were overbuilt before this happened, hey, they're saying to the banks, I can't pay the loan here. You keep it. You're going to see a banking bust. It's unparalleled. Why anybody would keep their money in the bank? Why? They're not giving you any money on it. and They're making money on it. And their default loans are going to skyrocket. And again, brought to you by Silicon Valley. And, and by the way, you think of the name Silicon. Oh, yeah. Like a con man. <laughs> Only you could come up with that. It's a great, a, a great dissertation, a great and accurate explanation of what we're going through. And still the American public is, is yawning about it. People are not heeding your, uh, your warnings, Gerald. Now, maybe they will soon when more banks start to fail, but they're not heeding your warnings any more than they're upset when the FBI lies, cheats or steals and gets caught in order to get a conviction. If this judge doesn't throw this case out and refer these FBI agents for uh, prosecution, then you'll know uh, the fix was in. And when more banks start to fail and the federal government just keeps bailing them out, bailing them out, bailing them out, putting the risk on us, decreasing the purchasing power of the dollar, causing more people to lose their jobs. So what? So that he can get reelected and continue this for another four years? No, very, very dangerous, dangerous times uh, we live in. No, uh, it, it, I'm not an economist. I don't know what to tell people to do. I buy well, gold I, and, I, I, and again, I promote gold. We don't give financial advice. When when gold went down about a week and a half ago, some $30 an ounce, we said, this is a lot of baloney. You know, we're not telling you what to do. Since that time, gold's gone up almost $100 an ounce. And, and, and what I'm saying is that I've been, what I've been saying for years, why would you keep your money in the bank when they're not giving you anything on it and they're making money on you. And when you have needed, when you need to borrow, they charge you a lot of money to borrow. Why yeah. would you give this money to them? It's, it's we are a, in a, a very critical time right now. And as you pointed out, they're bailing out, Silicon Valley and other banks beyond the 250,000 of the FDIC was supposed to cover. And you know what they're saying? The taxpayers won't have to pay for it. But where's the money going to come from? That's a lie. The taxpayers won't have to pay for it. Somebody's got to pay for it. Even if the Fed prints the money, the taxpayers are paying for it. When the value of our dollars shrink and the amount of our debts, uh, the government's debt service goes up. So that you're calling Janet Yellen and Jerome Powell and the other Fed banksters liars. Absolutely. They yep. are. It's not even a question of opinion. It's a matter of truth. A matter of truth. People better unite. We are in the time of our life. I, I again, I've been saying this for years about keeping you. Here's what's going to, because two things. When the economies fail, when all else fails, they take you to war. They're ramping up the war with China. They're ramping up the war with, with Ukraine. It's not backing down. 
something's going to happen. You go back to 9-11, the dot-com bust happened. The NASDAQ was down, crashing before 9-11. 9-11 happened. Everybody forgot about the recession we were in and the dot-com bust. We're going to get that guy Osama bin Laden dead or alive. George W. Bush. People forgot about it. They're going to do the same thing. 88% of the people swallowed little Bush's crap. They're going to do the same thing. Number two, holiday. We're going to have a bank holiday. You can't get your money out anyway. Oh, don't believe me. There was a guy by the name of FDR that did that, didn't he? Yes, he did. So and what else did they do? You're turning your gold. Right. You don't turn in your gold, you go to jail. Correct. Correct. Until until one of his advisors said, Mr. President, you can't write the laws. Only Congress can do this. Big deal. A month later, Congress required turning in the gold. And they told you what the price would be. Yep. It was $20, $25 an ounce at the time. And then the feds who stole the gold at $25 an ounce sold it for $35 an ounce. There you go. Thank you, Judge, for saying that. So, quick story. My father, my grandfather, may they rest in peace. My father goes over to my grandfather's house. He's, he's telling me the story. He sees my grandfather packing away gold. He said, what are you going to do with that? He said, I, I got to bring it to the bank. I said, what are you, crazy? What are you going to do with it? No, no, no. The, the president told us to turn it in. I'm turning it in. He says, so your grandfather turned in all the gold. Wow. Yeah, because my grandfather, you know, believed in America. You know, he Correct. was an immigrant and he was proud of being an American. And my, my grandfather, by the way, worked as a laborer on the George Washington Bridge. Wow. You know, and, and but they were so Salt proud. of the earth. Salt of the earth. They believed. They believed the lies of the government. Yes. yes. We are in a critical time right now. And here's what's going to happen. Something like this. The Russians attacked the banking system. They stole all the money. But don't worry about it. We came out with a digital dollar. You'll be fine. We'll be able to track every penny you spent, where you spent it, what you spent it on, so we can get our tax dollars as well as knowing more about you and what you do. That's the future that I see happening. It'll be, it'll be a, um, um, a 9-11 type event, but it'll be, it might be, it'll be a digital event. The people won't lose blood, but they'll lose freedom and they'll, and they'll lose assets. Yep. That's in what's happening. We're losing our freedom and we're losing our assets. So everyone, please share this video with everybody that you can. And also go to the judge's YouTube. He has great, great guests on day after day after day after week after week, month after one month. Judge the, the, it's uh, judgingfreedom.com. Judging, right? judging freedom. And my friends are all your friends, Gerald, for whose friendship I am uh, deeply grateful. Oh. Uh, Colonel McGregor today at four o'clock. How close are Eastern? How close are we to World War III when a Russian jet takes down an American drone over the Black Sea and the media yawns? Yep. How about if there was a Russian drone over the Gulf of Mexico? Oh, my God. What is that Russian drone doing here? Right. We all stared in the sky for four days last month looking for a Chinese balloon. <laughs> <laughs> <You can't>. <laughs> <laughs>
and we got balloon brains in charge. Judge, thanks for being here. And again, judgingfreedom.com. Check it out with the judges doing no judge, no man, no woman knows the Constitution, the Bill of Rights that could take out the judge. He has it to a point where he's doing it for one reason and one reason only. And that's for the true American spirit and to bring it back to where it should be that made this country once upon a time the land of opportunity. Thanks, Judge, for being here. Thank you, Gerald. All the best.